Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Stoppers Victoria podcast. I'm your host, Saritha Visuasam. Thanks for joining us. Today's episode is the first of a two-part series focusing on international students in Melbourne. As part of this series, we'll be looking into how overseas students find moving to Australia to study and both the highlights and challenges they experience in settling in the community. Joining us in this episode is Councillor Philip Lee Liu, of the City of Melbourne, who is Chair of the Council's International Engagement Portfolio. Our discussion also extends to crime and safety, where we discuss instances of international students being victims of crime, as well as tips on keeping safe. To keep up to date on all future episodes, please hit the follow or subscribe button on your podcast player. Hope you enjoy our discussion. Uh, thanks for joining us, Councillor Liliu. Uh, it's great to have you here with us today. It's great to be. It's great to be here. Well, be online anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So, yeah, we look forward to our chat on international students and, and how they find uh, not only studying in Melbourne but uh, their views on crime and safety in, in just a moment. But before we get into it. Could you please give our listeners an understanding of, of what your role is at the City of Melbourne? Sure. Um, so I'm Councillor Phil Lee Liu, um, one of the elected uh, councillors on City of Melbourne. Um, so uh, we act in a kind of a, uh, in essence, a kind of a board of directors way where we kind of really um, are represent the people uh, and uh, in terms of the organisation. Uh, I chair the International Engagement Portfolio, uh, which uh, international student uh, falls under. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's something that I've been uh, very passionate about since I've uh, gone into council because, um, you know, it's, it's one of the areas that I think uh, it's uh, one of the commun- communities in, in our city that is well underrepresented. And so to give them a voice uh, and everything. Uh, but other than that, um, yeah, just uh, also as the local uh, resident uh, living in the city, well, 10 plus years, I've, I've lost count anyway, uh, and uh, yeah, and uh, really love Melbourne. Oh, fantastic. Well, in terms of your 
role at the council. What what would that uh, in, involve being uh, chairing the portfolio for international engagement? So one of my roles is, and pretty much all of our roles, uh, is to really, uh, I guess, advocate uh, for the different, uh, uh, you know, different, advocate for the business, the community, uh, and the various others who who we who the city is supposed to represent in, in the city in the, in a nutshell. Um, for me, you know, my my role at city uh, is, uh, you know, we all have our own, I guess, uh, interest or uh, or. Uh, something that we feel very, very passionate about. Uh, obviously, we feel passionate about everything, but um, there are people who are obviously very passionate about sustainability uh, or about, uh, you know, about uh, disability. Um, for me, you know, obviously those are of course important, but for me, it's probably the international students um, who um, I always say is kind of really a kind of a, a forgotten uh, community uh, within here within Melbourne. Uh, it's a group that I think it's uh, so. Uh, underrepresented in terms of uh, the voice uh, on, on, you know, in, whether in government or uh, in other different areas. Um, and so, look, my role and what I've said and I'm, I'm committed to is ensuring um, international students, uh, not international education, but rather international students um, are well represented and so that their voice are heard and also the issues that they face are um, addressed. That's terrific. So in terms of getting their voice heard and conveying their views with, at the council, what are some examples of how you facilitate this? So I think for me, it's, it's all about uh, getting to meet as many uh, students and also uh, organisations and also uh, universities and uh, uh, education providers uh, as possible. Um, you know, so, but I, I'm more kind of I prefer more um, the, the people-to-people link uh, because I think that is very important where, uh, you know, it's, everyone's completely different. Uh, yes, there might be a majority or there's a theme, a common thing, but I think uh, different people will have different um, issues. So I think for me, it's more about just reaching out to the, kind of, or the, to the students. Uh, most of the time, uh, they always reach out to me uh, because we've never really... It's the first time we've really uh, kind of... Um, you know, uh, had this portfolio international engagement, uh, and uh, you know, for us, I, I still remember when I first came into council. Um, you know, we were the we were initially the third best uh, student city, and uh, we just and uh, we would we dropped down to five, uh, fifth. Uh, but now we've gone back up to the uh, third best student city uh, in the world, and uh, and for for me, you know, my aspiration is I want to try and you know, people always talk about Melbourne as being the most livable city, uh, or was the most livable city in the world. Um, but for me, you know, but not many people know that Melbourne is also very high, you know, third in the world for student city. So my aspiration here, hopefully, I can achieve is, uh, you know, to make us or help us, uh, Melbourne, uh, get to, to be the number one student city um, in the world. And to do that, I need to, uh, you know, engage a lot with the students uh, face to face and just hearing what makes what what you know what enables them to, uh, you know, makes them happy, makes them want to stay, uh, and also some of the issues that they have. And with the with the rankings, who are the top two cities? Uh, so it's uh, London and Tokyo, um, and then mostly it's because of the visa, um, you know, um, and, and the career opportunities uh, that presents uh, with itself, um, you know. But uh, you know, look, I think we can do a lot more uh, around that uh, area. Um, it's 
you know, we, we, we have a really good opportunity. But what I do note that in terms of the uh, ranking, we, for, in terms of student satisfaction, we, we are the number one. So a lot, a lot of our students actually all say what they say about Melbourne is that um, they're very satisfied uh, in terms, you know, as a city. Um, you know, we, uh, we come out on top, but overall, uh, we're, we're third. Okay. Have you got any form of um, statistics that can really give a give the listeners a bit of an understanding of, of how many students uh, you represent, essentially? So, and it's a really hard one because it's uh, it, it's um, we try to do uh, some really good data analysis, but it's somewhere between it could anything be anything from forty thousand to uh, sixty thousand um, in, international students living uh, within the city of Melbourne. Um, we don't have a concrete uh, number because it's kind of very, very hard, but, you know, based on um, some of the data from the education providers, um, you know, that that is provided. Um, so we get a, got a kind of a, get a really good sense of um, how many students. But to be honest, you know, you don't even need that kind of data. Um, you just really have to look, um, kind of walk into the city uh, and you will see pretty much, you know, um, it, it's, it's hard to, well, look, I think, you know, there's the, you, it, there's people who's wearing the suits. There are people wearing, you know, others. And then you'll pretty much there are a lot of young people uh, with, you know, uh, uh, kind of backpacks and, you know, just running around, uh, you know, getting the food and everything. Um, and you know, so you'll be able to see that there's, a, there's you can easily see on, especially on the street, there's a lot of international students. Um, you know, who uh, there are some even who probably don't live in the city, but they come from the suburbs. Uh, and into the city because the city is such a uh, hot spot for events and other interests and everything like that. So that's roughly around about, um, you know, how many, but it's so crucial uh, because they play such a big part in terms of our community and also in terms of the, the support that they provide to industry. Uh, so if you think about, you know, what international students, uh, probably, you know, they uh, they really do affect the uh, the the property market. They also affect the the hospitality market. They hop also um, the uh, I would say even a lot of the small business, uh, especially hospitality, rely upon um, you know them where they really change the kind of the landscape of uh, what's in the city. Um, and also a lot of the major events that's happening within the city. Uh, there's an international student focus. So you know they're a big crowd. Uh, they're a big community all across Victoria. Uh, most of them are in Melbourne. And uh, you know, and um, um, and it's it's one of the biggest um, uh, in terms of uh, the migration program from Australia. You know, the international students are you know one of the biggest ones at which they uh, take the the new residencies from. Um, so it just shows you you know how much um, interlink uh, the, the linkage between Australia and also international students. Uh, what can you say from your um, understanding, based on your communications, the the students find uh, in terms of being in Melbourne here to study? Uh, has in just the, the feedback or yeah, just more the experience? Just the, yeah, I, I think um, they've. What I've mentioned before, it's kind of really the. Um, it's kind of a. Uh, There's different. This, you know. Uh, I don't think we have enough time to cover a lot of the different things, but I'll, I'll highlight a few, I think. So I think a lot of the, the feedback one um, is really do is that they do feel uh, forgotten. 
um, in terms of as a community, because um, as we've seen just during the crisis, um, you know they're they're one of the groups who don't qualify for a lot of the uh, any of the support um, um, that's provided to I guess the different industries, groups, and and people. So I think that's that's always um, one of the key things that I think keeps coming out, which is you know um, we're here, but they don't seem to be really um, listened to or heard. Uh, and I think that's quite uh, a bit of a shame. Um, I think the other stuff is more around, um, you know, it's just a culture thing. You know, so a lot of them uh, have, uh, you know, they really, they feel really excited to be in a new uh, city and new everything. And you have to understand, I mean, these young people um, made a conscious decision to, um, you know, to they could study anywhere in the world, but they chose to come here in Melbourne to study. Um, and I think, you know, that, that is really telling. Um, it also means that, you know, they've, they've decided to spend, you know, three to five years of their youth or their prime um, embracing another, uh, you know, in somewhere else that's far away from their home and family and friends. Uh, so it's relatively, or everything, a lot of the things are new. But I think I, I really have to emphasise on a lot of the positive things that they have actually said, which is, you know, they, they love Melbourne because it's such a multicultural city. Um, they, you know, they see, they love the, the connection, being able to, you know, talk to uh, people from all across the different world. Um, they also said a lot of, um, you know, uh, even though there, there will be, there are areas which uh, is quite disappointing, such as, uh, you know, some of the things we've, we've recently faced, uh, targeting international students, the majority of the people, they all say, are really nice. Uh, the Australians are kind. Uh, you know, they they really do help out. Uh, you know, it's one of the it's one of the you know uh, lucky countries. Uh, and you know, the hospitality that Australians have shown to the international students um, has been really great. And they also really do love the interaction with the local students, uh, who they've been able to build a really long-lasting friendship. So. Um, you know, it, it, there's a lot. You know, there's a lot of it in that discussion, but I, you know, that's probably some of the things I would highlight. Yeah, that's great. Well, it's certainly good to hear about the, um, the relationships with the the local students, because I guess there could be a, a bit of a cultural barrier when, for people who have come for the students who've come here, and particularly when the English might be their second language. Yeah, and I think that's where, um, you know, uh, I'm really, and it just again shows uh, what a country Australia is, you know, and, um, you know, you, we, luckily a lot of the uh, Australians build up on multiculturalism, so a lot of the people who are uh, who now are citizens or locals here, uh, you know, have come from another country or also, or, or they've migrated, um, but also they've also said, you know, the, the, uh, the warmth that they felt from a lot of the other uh, people are quite uh, genuine and also uh, it made them more welcome. Uh, but obviously, you know, there are some, uh, there will always be some culture barriers. And I think um, a lot of people uh, sometimes mistaken a lot of that uh, culture barrier because they're just, you know, it's so hard to understand those culture barriers. But that's why, for example, we at City of Melbourne, we're, we're so keen to ensure that um, new students feel welcome. So we have the Lord Mayor Student Welcome. Um, we also have, you know, we also promote um, projects that allow them to tell their story. Uh, so, for example, we we uh, we sponsored an event, uh, sorry, program called um, Act of Translation, and we, you know, uh, all the international students in there were able to tell their story and their culture 
and, uh, and everything, and that was uh, released through a study in Melbourne um, and did everything. So for us, you know, it's about kind of um, reduce that barrier uh, so that they feel welcome. But uh, never, but no matter what, you know, you're always going to have a bit of that culture um, uh, differences. But it's how we bring people together uh, and you know, not divide and separate that will be important. Yeah, that, that, well, that, that's that's excellent. It's great to hear about those initiatives as well. So, in terms of integrating within the community, uh, what challenges would you say that international students tend to have? So, I, I think to inter- a lot of the people, um, you know, or what I've heard is mostly, I guess, just it's just knowing. Um, for them, it's, it's, it's difficult because they just don't know what they don't know. And I think so. One of the examples that I've always been, um, you know, uh, for them is always about, for example, finding um, uh, local uh, students or local uh, people to be friends with. Um, you know, so because a lot of the, obviously a lot of the time they what they spend is with other students, and most majority of them could be uh, international students. So. Uh, integrating the community is tend to be hard because the interaction with local um, students or local community is uh, very limited, and uh, you know, and that sometimes uh, kind of creates uh, potentially a barrier um, for uh, misunderstanding or also uh, just, or that integration. I think some of the others who are more is around they just um, uh, you know when you whenever you go to a new country you're always gonna. Um, it's always going to be very difficult, especially around the law and the regulations that comes in it. So I think one of the biggest things that comes out is, you know, um, you know, uh, knowing their rights and also uh, understanding the regulations, the contract laws, uh, you know, things and things like that is it's quite a never uh, it's quite a difficult process to navigate through because uh, they just you know it's, it's a lot of this is pretty new to them and pretty confronting. And so, you know, that for them makes it harder for them to integrate. Um, and, and sometimes, you know, they get taken advantage of because um, they just don't know those uh, things. So, um, but look, I think a lot of them do, uh, try really hard. You know, the, uh, the amount of times, um, I, I've lost count the amount of times they've actually come up to me and say, you know, always say to me, how do you like integrate? And I always recommend uh, sports, uh, sports clubs or, you know, a sports activity um, and also uh, through uh, volunteering and charity uh, to give back. Um, to the community, uh, but uh, some of them have done really well, but others uh, do struggle a bit. I guess um, when you, you can join, say, a sporting club or, or, or a society or, a, or, or another uh, community group, that'll give you the ability to interact with people you might not come across uh, through your normal routine. Oh, definitely. I mean, um, last time I took a group of uh, uh, Asian students and uh, um, to uh, play cricket, and um, you know, it's, uh, um, you know, I haven't played cricket for a long time, and uh, I, I got bowled so many times <laughs> that I, I, it was pretty embarrassing. But um, but you know, it was such an amazing piece where you know where people uh, really it was it was really you know a lot of, a lot of like the Indian and. Uh, uh, Southeast Asian students, you know, it was quite uh, common. But for a lot of the Chinese, Japanese, Korean students, uh, you know, they've never heard of cricket. They've never done it. But, you know, they found it so fascinating that, uh, you know, this is like a, a, a national sport, a national pastime, which they've never heard of um, in, in their country. 
Um, but, you know, they obviously think, they, you know, Australians love it. Um, and so, you know, they made a real effort to kind of really, um, you know, do things. And uh, I remember, you know, uh, if that one match we, we didn't, and then, you know, there was a lot of students who didn't do too well. But the next match, um, it seems they either practice or they they've learned about the the tricks of the trade. But they were you know they were you know hitting balls of six you know <laughs> and uh, one even did a reverse sweep. Oh wow! Um, you know which I I can't even do myself. Um, and you know it was it was amazing. Like this it was perfect technician. Um, so you know and I think so that's where I think um, this you know uh, you know Australia and I always say to you know. Um, some of the international students, or even anybody who comes in, you, you know, Australia, especially in Melbourne, you know, you, it's, it's we are such a sporting nation, and sport can really unite us, um, you know. And I think that's something that uh, we really need to take advantage of because we have so much uh, we can offer here. Uh, and uh, you know, AFL has done an amazing job uh, trying to, especially Melbourne Football Club, uh, trying you know reaching out to the international students uh, and getting them involved. Um, so, you know, these are some of the things that I think we can really do. With um, international students and issues that they face, in particular, crime, what can you say about um, mm. them being victims of crime? Because being in a new country and, and not so not having that safety net of their, their family and, um, and friends from their home country, that could pose challenges in feeling comfortable here, what can you say in relation to victims of crime who are international students? I, th- I think there are, and it, there's a lot of um, complexities um, with that. I think for one, a lot of international students um, don't know the avenue or the, the um, how to um, deal with a lot of, so either through reporting or through uh, how to kind of really um, uh, just uh, find uh, the support that they, they need. Um, you know, a lot of the, I, I think a lot of the international students are because they, they don't they don't know who to speak to. Uh, sometimes they, uh, it, and most of them do know it's police, but the, sometimes the police uh, hands are tied and I completely understand where some of them have come from. Uh, but for them, a lot of the, the victims of crime, especially for international students, um, really are kind of, uh, it goes back to that, you know, um, theme, which is kind of really the forgotten, um, you know, community where a lot of them feel, uh, they're easily targeted, um, for, uh, because, you know, they, they might not know the language or they might not know, uh, but also they feel, uh, they're kind of, um, uh, isolated uh, in some way from the different um, uh, groups and reporting. Um, I'll take, for example, you know, uh, there was recently, you know, two um, Asian students who was attacked uh, in the, in the city, and and I have to really do thank Crime Stoppers, uh, you know, for the for the role in which they played to uh, apprehend um, the, the the perpetrators, uh, because you know it's through that quick uh, quick um, uh, exposure and media exposure. Uh, you know, on your Facebook and or your uh, on the internet, that you know, we will catch it. But if you look at it, um, a lot of them uh, have never really suffered that kind of um, uh, ex- uh, violence or anything. Uh, and I think, especially during this period, uh, you know, where during the COVID nineteen, um, a lot, of especially uh, with uh, kind of Asian background, 
are getting taxed um, because of the, I guess, you know, uh, the, either be association with the COVID-19 or, uh, you know, or some other things. Um, so it's quite sad that, you know, these happen. And uh, I, I look at, you know, a lot of the things that have happened to, I guess, the Asian community, uh, majority of them would be students or international students. Um, and, you know, it's, it's quite disappointing because, you know, they, um, when you have violence assault against any, any person, um, is, is wrong. Uh, and it's, uh, you know, I feel anger towards it. But at the same time, especially young people and also, uh, the two who attacked were female. You know, young and female, uh, were getting attacked. So that, and that was just, uh, absolutely, um, uh, you know, uh, incomprehensible. In, in, you know, it, it was, it was so, uh, disgusting that, you know, it was, uh, it was a, you know, that was, happened in a great city. Um, but, you know, the issue for, for the students, you know, they, they, they always try to do, uh, you know, they, it, it, it's a bit of a struggle to go through the regulations, to go through the, you know, uh, some, some even, you know, uh, fear, you know, uh, reaching out to the different police and, uh, different others because they don't want people to know, you know, they've been attacked or anything like that, uh, because it's a, it might be a culture thing. Um, so you'll, you'll hear, so that's where you see a bit of isolation and also a bit of, um, uh, non-reporting in that. And I think that's, uh, that's probably one of the big, the bigger issues. It is, it is, uh, sad to hear, um, instances of that taking place. Would you say that, um, racial related crime is one of the more prominent, uh, issues that, uh, international students face in relation to, to criminal activity? Um, and look, for me personally, and from what I've seen, all the different uh, the places, I would say uh, there is definitely that kind of theme uh, going on, especially in, in, in recently. Um, you know, we've had, uh, you know, for example, we, we definitely saw a lot of the um, attacks on uh, Indian students uh, many years ago. Uh, and now I think a lot of the um, uh, Chinese or the uh, Korean, uh, Malaysian, Singaporean, Japanese um, students are also facing a bit of that. So I do think, you know, there are some elements of it. I wouldn't say it's uh, all of it, um, but... You know, especially in this in this client in this current environment, I would say a lot of the racial, um, you know, uh, discrimination, uh, you know, and it comes in different ways, you know, different forms and different ways, right? Uh, you know, some of the ones we're seeing uh, are more just kind of the verbal uh, and the you know the, that kind of a confrontation, but then you know you see some of the others where it's just uh, for one. Uh, you know, physical alter, uh, you know, confrontations. Um, and that's the one that I think, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's reaching to a boiling point. Um, but I do always have to stress, you know, look, it's, it, it is, um, I, in all my times, I do think that, you know, uh, it is not, uh, it's not very common. Uh, I think it's always, it's, it's been more, it's fueled by fear and anxiety, uh, what we don't know. Uh, I think a lot of misinformation have led to, um, you know, people not understanding fully the picture. Um, and so, uh, you know, the people who have really suffered um, are these young people who have really not done anything, who have really been able to uh, do it. And I think that's where we really need to step up uh, to 
one, support them, and also to call out these uh, the people who, who make that where you know violence and you know and racial discrimination against anyone is not accepted, not not in Australia um, and not anywhere. With the international students and feeling uh, comfortable in Australia, could would you say that to being a victim of crime, they might be perceived as easy targets given that Australia is is a new place for them and they might not have um, the structural support that they would have back home? Um, I think some people find... Uh, I, I, do, I did note that, um, I think it was a few years ago, uh, you know, there was a lot of uh, attacks on the international students because they they felt they... Uh, um, one, they know that they probably, uh, you know, won't report it. Uh, and two, also because, uh, you know, they... Uh, they carried a lot of the kind of the new technologies and new uh, fancy things and everything, and they were uh, very easy target because of, you know what they wear and what they carry. Um, but you know, I, I would say, look, any look, anybody would be um, a victim of crime. Um, it just seemed to be, you know, there were there were a period probably a few years ago where uh, specifically um, they were targeting uh, you know, around universities. Uh, and all education providers, um, and that was mainly. And so I would say, you know, that's attacking or you know picking on some of the international students because they feel, uh, you know, a lot of the misconception is that they feel all international students are very rich or very, have a lot of money because they are able to come here and you know hence they have this you know uh, uh, they have a lot of uh, things that which they uh, they can easily uh, steal or uh, take or from. So you know, but I think look, everyone. Anybody can be a victim of um, crime. Um, you know, I, I really do. I don't really see that um, there's the there's particular targeting of international students uh, uh, currently in terms of the kind of the um, some of the broader ones. Uh, I do see more the probably there's some of the racial discrimination, but that's taught, tailored towards all uh, I guess people of Asian background. Uh, but you know. Um, people don't see international students just as international students. They see them as people, uh, and you know. And I think any time when you can, you know, um, uh, ensure that you promote your own safety and also to watch out for yourself, I think you can always prevent those uh, kind of crime. You know, for example, nighttime, try to go out with a friend. Uh, you know, if you're, uh, if you know, or if you're in. Uh, uh, walking alone, make sure you know you stay under lights, uh, you know, and uh, you know make sure you you know look after yourself. So I think you know uh, there will always be opportunists who's looking to uh, to take advantage um, of people, but it's how it's about how we can prevent it. And I think that's one of the key things that we should be promoting when you know some of the international students do come here to like say, look, you're new to the country. Here are some of the key things that you should know about, uh, which we do. But I think sometimes it doesn't, uh, because Australia is such a relaxed and uh, very kind country, that people forget, tend to forget sometimes about the safety issue. Um, and I, you know, there are sometimes I always mention, you know, if they're going home at night time, I always say make sure you make sure you know you give people a call when you get home, uh, make sure you look after your belongings, you know, things like that. 
but because you know Australia is such a uh, kind and uh, uh, you know relaxing country, they tend to forget that. But then there are some individuals and also circumstances that you know they they take advantage of that, and I think that's really disappointing. Uh, is there any form of statistics that you can uh, reference that say uh, from all the students that come here to study, how many choose to live here after they finish their their, their course? Uh, uh, don't quote me on it, but my understanding was a majority of the um, so because this this was brought up a couple of weeks ago, and uh, the prime minister um, was very adamant. So in terms of the the yearly um, sorry the, the intake from uh, uh, international students from the uh, migration program. Um, you know, I think it's something like 40 to 60%. I can't remember what the statistics. Mm. Uh, so we get a majority, if not half, of our new citizens um, from the international students. Um, and it makes complete sense um, because, you know, there were talks about, you know, capping the, 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 the migration program and reducing the numbers. But, you know, when you think about, you know, this is the perfect... Uh, international students are the perfect place to uh, find a new resident because they spend three to five years of their life here. Uh, they've made up and they've built a network, they've made it, you know, they've they've really embraced our culture, um, you know, they've really embraced Australia as their new home. Um, so I can't really say exactly, but you know, you know, if you if you look at the the pool uh, which we take our new citizens, majority, if not half of that, is actually from international students. Councillor Lulu, it's great to um, really get your perspective on international students and uh, and all, all the topics that we've really touched on. Thank you very much, and uh, again, uh, many thanks to uh, Crime Stoppers and uh, and also Victoria Police for the for the work that they do. Um, you know, uh, without them, uh, and you know, there's a lot of some people have criticised them for some of the reasons, but I I say you know the work that you guys have done is really um, uh, you know, promoting Melbourne as a safe city, um, and that's why we're so we're so lucky to be able to uh, do things we have here. Uh, again, thanks to uh, Crime Stoppers and also Victoria Police. Excellent to speak with Councillor Lee Lu on a broad range of subjects regarding international students living in Melbourne. Our second episode of our two-part series follows, where we chat with a number of current international students and get their personal perspectives on living in Melbourne along with their observations on crime and safety. Click on the link in your podcast player to access this episode. Thanks for listening.